0: I know 11:50 to 12:30 it was form drawing. So basically everything after after lunch is gardening, drawing and dancing. You are listening to the Dude Nature podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dude Nature Podcast. We're coming to you live. I'm coming to you live from my mom's not living room, my room in my mom's house. Too loud, you get scratchy, and then immediately when we start the podcast, you go 120%. Way too loud. 120. Oh, oh, like when I start the podcast, I go to a different volume. Because I told you when you to be... go too loud, Wait, let we let get a you, scratchy, you. Scratchy, I... scratchy voice. Yeah. I'm just excited to be with listeners because we threw out our last episode because it was butthole. Right. It was. It was. It was bad. Yeah, we don't yeah. give get. That don't being give bad said, call. if you want, hey, if you want to listen to butthole, if you want to listen to butthole, we'll send it to you. Hey, gripes, Noah. These are the gripes where we gripe to each other for thirty seconds each about something mildly irritating. Let you go first. Actually, fuck you. I enjoy. Don't go first. I want to share with yeah, you sure. mine. Okay, share my gripe sh- today. My gripe it. today is seven layer dip, Noah. Let me tell you something. When seven layer dip is in the fridge i eat it until it's gone and i feel horrible and then it never lasts more than two hours in the fridge just about yeah seven layer of fucking dank i don't know what to it's tell fucking you chronic. Hey, you get know. it it's from you, Safeway. you get it and it you get it and it fucking it fucking leaves sour cream hey, guac salsa beans what are the other three layers cheese and two other things i don't even know have you checked any of the health stuff on the back of that yeah, I did once, and I, I said guarantee that I would you, never again. I guarantee it again. you, it is like it is harrowing. It's I like carbs I bet you the sodium, fat levels. full of sodium and carb. My gripe is taking a bunch of bomb rips. I did, we took a bunch of bottom rips last night and we played some Halo, and then waking up the next day, and the pot brain I have. I have this thing called pot brain. We This thing, just premature. It was premature. Me. That was, that was literally it's in the middle of my paradigm. gripe. It was literally in the middle of my gripe. I can't believe that. It was pretty so, I Yeah, maybe maybe you have what I'm talking about, which is pot brain. Listeners, for you that don't know what pot brain is, pop brain, as me Adam describes, is when you when you smoke a bunch of weed the night before and you wake up the yeah. next morning and you feel like you're in a cloud. Right? You feel like your brain's in a cloud. So what I hate, Mike, right, is just being pot brained because I want to smoke the night before. I wake up, I have pot brain. The only way out of pot brain is intense physical exercise. Somehow your body <laughs> just like go it goes into, it goes into fight or flight. And it just gets rid of the pot brain because it's just, you're sweating is a lot. The University of Cambridge put out you know, a, a effects yeah. against pot brain, solutions for pot brain, right? Right, right. Yeah. Number of bong rips to the, the amount of math equations you could do, you do in a minute the Do you think the only way day. to get rid of pot brain is intense physical exercise in the morning the next day? But you don't want to do it too well, early in the morning because you'll poo your pants from the amount of seven-layer dip that you ate. Is that correct? Right, right. That's absolutely correct. But here's the thing that I would love to test. It's called I would love to see after a bunch of bong rips the, the next morning, how many math equations you can do in like a minute. And then you like, then you work out. And then, you know, that's your test group. And then you have some people work out. You see like how much better they're doing. Because I played chess this morning when I had super bad pop brain and couldn't get out of bed. And I got absolutely worked as smooth of a transition because it's a new paradigm no definitely not can i tell the people something too about you about you just something about you yeah the people know adam had a mustache for like about a year before then he decided to move to middle of nowhere california redneck middle of nowhere california and now he has decided to shave the mustache which is pretty much like a reverse decision most people would grow the mustache when they move to the redneck area So, uh, can you explain to the people why you look just really... You've moved somewhere super redneck, yet you look more Jewish than ever without your mustache. Do you find that odd? Let me tell you something, okay? I can't believe that I had a mustache for a year, first of all. I was thinking about how long I had it. Do you think it was a year? Yeah, it was really long. You and the mustache were one. I shaved this mustache because, like when we did the name, remember we did the name episode? And people who named their kids... A certain like flagship flag name like here's my kid he's really Jewish we're gonna name him Benjamin Mordechai right I feel like because I'm in a different cultural zone now I need to like flag myself as Jewish as not like you know as the other I need to like look more like no, the you're other you're talking I know what you're talking about you're talking about the names episode where the study came out that if there if there are if Republicans live in a Democratic area, so if you're like a Republican that lives in San Francisco, you're more mm. likely to name your kids something exactly. conservative, like like Colt
1: or yeah, something. Like so, like so you're, cult. Cult so you're saying
0: yeah yeah it's it's reverse what you would think. So you're saying that because you are a Jew living in a super redneck area, yep. You're now you're now showing I'm your flagging Jewness myself by shaving flagging your mustache. Myself. Well, if I have a mustache, that means that you know the other every other dude that has a mustache or like has tons of tats. You know, or has like camouflage on their car and their giant pickup will be like, okay, he's part of our group. But the thing is that I'm not, I'm not, you know, not part of that group. Do you understand? Right. But that, but where is your group there? Where, where is are my the group? Jews? Where right. are the Jews? I'm talking to one right now. Yeah, me. Be back I'm one of the first. Sarah, I'm a pilgrim. Go. I'm a pilgrim. I'm one of the first. You're pushing the front line. You're, You're moving. <laughs> You're moving the front line of Judaism. I'm part of the blue wave that's going to be moving to rural, you know, areas because of. You're like when Israel was first founded and everyone tried to attack it, right? Because everyone wanted to get rid of the Jews. You're like the first Jew in the middle of California. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Let's play a game. Okay. When I say the name of a teacher, I want you to tell me about this teacher. Right? I was going to have you compare them to an animal, but now I see that that is optional. Okay, you may compare them to okay. an animal optionally. Okay, Geo Monley. We'll start with Geo Monley. Who is he? Dick, f- asshole. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he he was a he was a math teacher I had that that would hold hold me in detention after school because I was I was a fucking terrible student in high school. Then one day I realized that can a teacher actually hold you in detention? I was like, what are what are the power limits of a teacher after school? Can they actually hold you in detention? So I was like, I'm just gonna walk out. So I just walked out of his detention. Then was he followed out. me. He like. Then he literally followed me, and I got a ride. I got like I like escaped. It was like the Great Escape. Anyway, I hate him. I can't believe he was allowed to be a teacher. That's right. And I still see. I see him biking around our town now because I live in my mom's house, right, where I used to grow up. Was he your high school math teacher? He's my high school math teacher. He's an absolute yeah. wiener. His name isn't actually Geo. He just changed it to Geo because he was a wiener face. Right, but like, is he geometrical? Is he really that I- into like math? Though, because he seemed like he hated kids, I don't know what he was what just he was more doing. into hating on kids. He's more into like making kids' lives miserable. I think that's why he was a teacher. How about Andre Salinas? Andre Salinas, great man, wrestling coach, great in high man, fucking fantastic, great man. man, Far East champion, absolutely amazing man. Okay, how amazing about Miss Chase? How about Miss Chase, the Spanish teacher? In case you forgot, Miss Chase. Oh, was fat. it was Case or Chase? Yeah, fat. It was. I knew Ke- you'd say fat. Fat. And she. I mean, every teacher hated me. So it's not like weird to think that she hate to remember that she hated me they all hated me she fucking hated me I don't know why how to they tell hate you. You? why do you think they hated you? because I was disruptive in class and I was making their job harder. How about Miss I was Al-Ton. super bored I hated school miss I like Al-Ton. that we're talking about wait hold on I just I like that we're talking about school because this is my thing this episode the topic is about is alternative schools We'll just jump to that okay and I just I think it's a great topic because I don't know what to fucking do. What do you do about education? Because I hated I school. I do. I know. I like really not. hated it, and and it seems like what is the option? Because you got to say your kid has to go somewhere to right. get educated. Like well, legally, do do? they have to go somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But what do you do? And I like hated public. I hated public school. So when my kid starts to be bad in school, it won't be that surprising because I was horrible. Yeah. Okay, that makes right? sense. Yeah. Sure. And so you're listing these teachers, and that's, that's how I feel. I feel confused. I don't really know what to do. know what are you going to be talking, talking about today? today? All right, I'm going to talk about homeschooling. Adam, what are you going to go into? I'm going to go and talk a lot about Waldorf and Waldorf education, and also a little bit about Montessori as well. And I'm hoping that in this episode, because we have a lot of personal stories with alternative education, because we both actually did some alternative stuff. Well, it wasn't Waldorf, but we're going to share a bunch of that as well it should be pretty cool. This is a topic that we know this is a very intimate topic for us because we have been through some crazy different alternative ed programs cuz we sucked at school basically. We they hated us. At school. We didn't we like sucked. them and it was a bad I mean, they relationship hate we, from the very they start we hated us we hated them from from the very start of preschool hiding under a table it just got worse from there. That was probably the best it ever was. Right? No, no, that was kindergarten. We hit under the table the first day, and that was because we knew that there was about fifteen years of bullshit in front of us. The thing about school that I found is that every grade, right, is is like in in first grade, I'd be like, okay, this doesn't matter. But when it gets to second grade, I'll, I'll pay attention. Then I would realize in second grade it actually didn't matter, and this would, would go. This went, you know, to middle school. I realized middle school didn't matter, and then high school, and and I just like. I don't know. I, like, I, like, it just didn't work for me. I couldn't do it. I was, I was not motivated at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I only got motivated when I got sent to boarding school, and if you didn't do your work, you had to wake up at five in the morning and move logs. So that, <laughs> right, that was, I was like, oh, I have to do the work now because I will have to move logs in the That makes cold. sense to a, a 15-year-old male, though. Like, that's a direct, yes. direct consequences make a lot right. of sense. Yeah. The, I, exactly. And I, I think that that's what, yeah, a direct consequence like that, they totally get it. They're like, oh, I don't want to move logs. I'll just do the work. Right. That's why I can't wait for you. Noah got a job as a soccer coach. He's going to be Idaho's newest soccer coach. Yeah, thank you. Right, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited, very excited. But I was you're going to have to you're going to have to plant seeds in these young children. You know, these young males. And I can't wait to see how you do it. Yeah, I think that one that like the big thing is to explain to them that you know if you work out hard, you'll probably hook up with more girls, and then that that is a motivating factor, right? Like like that will get them motivated, right? Yeah, but apparently, like when you're motivating someone, you're supposed to. It, it's more motivating to think about what's getting taken away than what the positive effect is. So you'd be like, if you don't work out, you will not hook up with any girls. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. He, yeah. Hey, do your high school boy impression? Because you were also a teacher. That's the thing. Yeah. You are this, also. Yeah, not this is only a great. What you that's, were, wait, that's not only why were you a topic is so student. Late. That's why this topic. You were is so a terrible weird. student, and then you were a teacher. How, Listen, can you do your high school. B- we hey, were gonna, whoa, whoa, whoa. do your. I will do, do your it. high school boy, impression. I will do it. Do your high we were gonna do. do we were impression. gonna do a topic on NFTs. You know what we said? We said no. That's too lowbrow, right? We we're gonna keep the bar high. A dude nature. The dudes who did animal sex, and then we went said bridges, that NFTs are too lowbrow, and then we did bridges, and that was too highbrow. I think that might have been too yeah, highbrow. for you're, us. If you're wondering where the where the episode was last week, it's because we did bridges, and I got news for you: it was boring. It was bad. It was bad. Do you guys want to know something about bridges? Yeah. There's some big ones. China a lot has of the them. long. Let me Stone bridges are cool. China has the longest bridge. Yeah. It's fucking huge. It's like from San Francisco to Lake Tahoe or from New mm-hmm. York to Philadelphia in a mm-hmm. bridge. The Golden Gate's cool. Uh, Nine, 11 people died making it. More <laughs> could have died if there wasn't a net. Do you have anything else to say about bridges? Stone bridges are cool. I, I they're old and they're cool. Adam, this yeah. podcast is this podcast is brought to you by the Four Sigmatic Coffee. I am actually drinking Four Sigmatic right now. Okay, oh, cool. And I fucking love it. It has my pecker ready. It I'm has back. my nipples I'm ready back in the coffee it has everything. game. It has everything. My Cafe it has everything I need. You know what? If I could have drinking Four Sigmatic when I was like seven years old in school, or even eleven in middle school, right or thirteen, whatever. I, think it's drink. I would I think have paid you just attention. I would have drank. I would have paid attention. If you were, were drinking Four Sigmatic, you wouldn't correct me like that I'm in the middle drink, of my segment. I'm drinking, I'm drinking espresso, Cafe Espresso. Anyway, mm-hmm. go to www.forstigmatic.com, use offer code DUDE NATURE. That is DUDE NATURE, all one word, no exclamation mark, to get 10% off your Four Sigmatic coffee. Harder nipples, more sex. Just fucking, do, sex, it. Just just fucking, fucking do, do it. it. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. If you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, That'd be a huge help to us. Also, Adam. please go to dudenature.com and you'll see a form right there that says say what's up. Please say what's up to us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Dudenature.com. We'd we'll, we'll love to. Adam, in Begins That Don't Suck, you have six seconds. So Tell us everything we need to know to enjoy the episode. Are you ready? Absolutely am. Okay, three, two, one, go. No, alternative education seems like it means any form of education that does not mean sitting in a classroom for eight hours a day staring at the clock. It can involve outdoor education, where students go on hikes to learn about the natural world, movement education, learning done through dance and song, or most recently, inquiry-based learning, which, ma- which our mother loves, which favors hands-on experimental learning over tests and rote memorization. Now, alternative education has been a large part of our lives, me and you, from participating in wilderness programs to schools in foreign countries, so it's one we have always been fascinated by. So today we take a longer look at some popular forms of alternative ed, being Waldorf and homeschooling primarily, and how they are working out. Our theme. Our theme for today is socialization versus academics. Okay. Basically, and what I'm saying okay. by that is that is that I think that this is the biggest dichotomy in in oh, in schools. Dichotomy, you, this guy. Yeah. If you take kids out of if you take the kids out of school and put them in a weird ass program. Like homeschooling, <laughs> we're I'm sorry for everyone that's that's homeschooled out there, but if if we take them and we put them in homeschooling, they're gonna do better, as you'll see. They're probably gonna do better academically, but they're gonna be weird. They're just gonna be weird because they're not socialized. And so where where's the balance? Because if you put them in school, they're gonna be fucking miserable and learn jack shit. Right? Listen, tell our friend Adam. Who are you were a teacher. You Brianna, were a teacher. I love you. you. Were- if you're listening to this, yeah. But we need to talk about it. It's something we have to we Brianna, have to discuss. Yeah, Brianna, we we love you. Okay, I fucking love you. We love you, but it's just, it's gonna get rough for you in the episode. It's gonna be a little bumpy, rumpy. <laughs> bumpy, rumpy. Okay, all, all you right. homeschoolers out there, <laughs> don't do anything <laughs> weird. I know you guys are gonna take it super weird. Okay, you probably can't handle any weird kind of criticism. You guys probably can't handle any, any criticism. Any yeah. criticism at all because you were just like kind of giving everything, they're, you know what you I mean? Know, they're listening to this podcast on like a popsicle stick handcrafted app that they've made, like with, with, right, a cup, with, a copy. To their their yeah. I mean, is there value in getting beaten up at school? Do you know what I mean? Like, no, uh, like, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. But like, you know, like when, like, cause school, with public school, I mean, you're not really there this learning. It's a we're fucking jungle. So many, this is perfect, so we're gonna a perfect. It's a fucking so discussions like I don't this. even know the structure of this episode, already It's gone. I don't even know where we're at, right? But if if you do, you know what I mean. Like when you go to school, like middle, like our middle school, MVMS was horrible, right? Mill Valley Middle School, and this is such a rich county. I can't actually imagine what a bad school would look like because this is supposed to be a good school. But it was a joke, right? Like, right. no one well, is – we're not there to learn. Every kid is there to fucking survive, right? But when you're, but when, when you're trying to survive, guess what? It's kind of like life a lot. You should listen. It's so kind of good practice. I just read Roger's book from Men and Blazers, and he talks about a lot – a lot of the book is him going to school in 1990s Liverpool, right? This is 1990. The teachers would just beat the shit out of the kids. Like literally Holy twenty shit. You know, like not that long ago. they would beat the shit out of the kids. They would talk about the teachers like who has the best ability to cane the kids with their cane. Like who is the most feared caner? You know? Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. So you know Do that you know was the... Do you know why the Premier League is so good in England? Do sure, you know yeah. why like it's the best soccer league? I like because the... they don't really have embracing... anything else. Right now you're really em- embracing the, the Zen katasin the oak tree. You're embracing the oak tree. Right. Right. Not only did Adam – yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how our listeners are going to feel because it, it, it's everywhere, but I like it. I, you not only moved to Sonora and shaved your mustache yep. to look more Jewish in a redneck place, you yep. also have a new method of note-taking.
1: So yeah. you're
0: kind of just like – it's really – you know what's really interesting? Oh, my god. Oh, my god. I have a take. I have a yeah, fucking take. No, you moved to a redneck area, and you became more intellectual. Yeah, I'm liberally it's intellectually so exploding. Weird. You're right like now. fighting, you're like rebelling against where you live by trying to be as intellectual and Jewish as possible. Right, and you have when, glasses on, you have fucking glasses on right now. When I'm in Marin, right, I'm I'm like fuck you for getting the vaccine outside of Whole Foods. You know, remember when we did that? Right, 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 right. That was fun. Mm-hmm. That's was a bunch being... of good guys. Well, there was a bunch of good guys. A lot there. of good guys. A lot of guys. No, let me talk to you about Waldorf. Yeah, talk to me about Waldorf. Okay. What is Waldorf, first of all? Okay, it's an independent school that is founded on the philosophy called Anthroposophy. Let me try it again. Anthroposophy. Yes, go ahead. Okay, first, why is Waldorf different than Montessori and Waldorf? What is the difference? Great question. Okay, Waldorf became before Montessori in the 1920s. Montessori was founded in the 1930s. Waldorf is founded by a guy named Rudolf Steiner, a philosopher. So- a Writer, philosopher, literary critic And a bunch of other Adam people, Weitzman Which we're going get- yeah, to get into and Montessori- Did he move to Alabama? Did he move to Alabama so he could be- get more intellectual? Montessori was founded <laughs> by a physician <laughs> There's similar inquiry based learning But there's different methods Okay I don't know that much about Montessori Because I just did so much on Waldorf Yes, hands- his are reads again Intellectual learning like caning, right? Like intellectually like learning like pain, right? Like like pain. Like pain is free. We give out pain here because it's free. You know? You ask for pain, <laughs> just, you receive pain. You think about like that school then like Waldorf. Right. And the spectrum of learning. Literally, right. No, yeah, no, seriously. They are on the opposite spectrum. Like, let's beat the shit out of the kids and, like, let's make this perfect world for children. Right. Opposite. Right. Ends right. Of this is the problem I feel like is that you either go to, like, public school where it's a fucking joke. Right. I don't know what we're doing, but it, 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 right. it's, it's like not a like a traditional education is working either. No, no. no. Traditional education is. You know, I, I hated it. Mm-hmm. Ashley loved it. She was happy as a clam, she was like a fucking muscle. <laughs> on the rocks, she she's like a she muscle in it. the little mud. She my was like fia- a muscle. my fiance my fiance loves school. She's she so good. She's more it. of a scallop. She's more of a scallop, dude. She was know? so happy. I, I don't know, but for a lot of people, it, it doesn't work out. But yeah, so the traditional the traditional education isn't working. But like also then on the other end, it seems like we have homeschooling and stuff where it's like we're creating a fantasy land, and the kids then they get out of the fantasy land and they're like, oh my god, ever no one cares about me. It's survival out here, natural selection, right? Yeah, natty Slatty It's natty. But you got to know. You have to know that every day is natty. Select, right? I know. This is great. This is great. Okay. So let me let me talk a little bit about Waldorf. Okay. So it's founded on something called anthroposophy, which we're going to get into. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. That argues for the existence before you pop of a comprehensible spiritual world, but understood through the lens of science. Those are my words. Those are my words. Okay. So what what do I mean by that? What I mean is that the guy who the guy who invented it Rudolf Steiner he was a he was a spiritual man but he was also very into science and he did have some really cool ideas okay, so what do you make of that before we get farther into this it this is the dude who made waldorf yes this is the dude who made R- waldorf exactly he was a spiritual man do you mean religious because home, do you know how home, do you know how homeschooling yeah. started do you know he was do you know how no, homeschooling started no, but he's, he's, tell me, tell me, how did homeschooling start? Let me just tell you real quick, Oak homeschooling, tree. Oak tree. It, it, no, it started because it started originally because it was a Catholic like run initiative because the schools were like, we're not teaching religion. And so a lot of very Catholic people were like, well, we're taking the kids out of school and we're going to give them God at home. They're going to get a load of God at home. <laughs> that's how home, and that is how homeschooling started. Really? Yeah. It's how has, that's how it okay. started. This is different because he is not religious. In fact, why is he 2 actually, plus, Adam, why is 2 plus 2 4? Cuz Jesus said that's yeah, why. That's right. That's not what i always thought. I, it was it was a better joke.
1: No. It was a better. Yeah. I thought it
0: would come out better. Yeah. Just go ahead. Okay, so Rudolf Steiner, right? Who is this guy? This guy is fucking crazy. Um, Maybe Jew. The way that Waldorf was founded was in the 1920s, the Waldorf Tobacco Company. They ne- he, this dude who worked at the tobacco company, <laughs> they basically needed someone to take care of their kids. So Rudolph Simon was like, sick, I will come in and teach the kids. And he ended up teaching them the Wal- this like Waldorf method in the tobacco company. So that's how it started. Of course, of course, something like, Wait, so, uh, he was so hippie was dippy teaching, started here. He was something super hippie. He was teaching mm. the, the tobacco workers kids because he just, yeah. he just, he needed a, he needed a place to start. All right, I'm finally going to tell you about this guy because it will make more sense after you tell you about him. Okay, he was incredibly prolific and had a ton of different accomplishments in many different fields. He was oak tree. This dude is this dude is a giant oak tree, right? Okay. Narrow pine tree, he is not. Oak tree, broad concepts, lots of different things. He's a very bushy, very into different things, okay? He invented organic farming. Here's the things that he did. He invented organic farming. Like, he was the one that said... You can use this duck poo for planting things as well, like compost. He like invented the whole cycle wow, okay. of or- organic farming. Um, he designed thirteen different buildings, and when I mean, designed it, he literally architected thirteen different buildings. Uh, they are in a completely unique way. I really wanted to do a picture share, but I I restrained myself because bridges was such a disaster.
1: Right. I there didn't include the That's
0: it. You learned. However, the buildings that he designed, they are unreal looking. They are neat. They don't look like a church. And they don't look like a mosque. It's like a mosque church. It's like a dome. Okay, like domes okay. on top of domes. Yeah. Okay. So the so the dude who made Waldorf is super creative, yeah. right? In, he is incredibly. incredibly. He's very creative. He's mm-hmm. made all the shit, and now he turns his mind to education. Right. I want to tell you more about what he did because he because he is like when people think about Waldorf and talk about it, they think about Rudolf Steiner. I know this because I worked with a couple Waldorf teachers for. Do you, mean, d- sorry, do you mean a few years? I'm very into think, this guy. Do you mean they think about him like like this is kind of what the ideal student would become? So where where is your all, Where is your knowledge level at with Waldorf? Like do you like know nothing about well, it? Or, this like, is the good thing because I know nothing about it. I know nothing okay. about it. I just okay. I just know some kids I've known that have come from Waldorf, they seem to have right. issues right. socializing. Issues. Okay. They seem to have some like really weird issues. So, if you ask a Waldorf teacher about Waldorf, they're going to talk about Rudolf Steiner. He's sort of like a prophet to them. No, but do you see what I mean? It is a prophet to them, but also, is he not a pr- the, the proxy of this is what the kids could become? Right? No? I don't know. I don't know about that take. No? Okay. I don't know so much about that. Here's right, some other things going. that he did. Okay? He invented Eurythmy, a performance art combining dance, speech, and music, which is used in Waldorf schools. He founded a pharmaceutical company, that is still in existence today called Walletta. Okay. He wrote four plays that have been performed and he founded a new type of sustainable finance that's still used today. There is a bank in the Netherlands. The, ne- the Netherlands, guess what? They absolutely love Waldorf called the Triados Bank. Mm. Okay. Interesting. This bank in the Netherlands, they only finance companies that add cultural value and benefit both people and the environment. That's from their website. Okay, that's all the bank does. Once again, from their website, Triados does not lend to organizations, businesses, and projects that are directly involved for more than five percent of its activities in non-sustainable products and services or non-sustainable working processes. Okay, this includes nuclear, and en- I don't. I'm unfortunately they have nuclear energy on here. Okay, 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 okay. Just, just, hold on. Yeah, this is this is okay. This is. The Waldorf dude, Steiner, this is his bank. He so made. his philosophy of banking, this bank is in existence today. It's built on that philosophy of banking in the Netherlands. Was it's he American? Like, uh, no, he's Austrian. He was Austrian. They, don't, they right. don't give out loans to companies that aren't doing good, basically. Okay, I got it. This it. is his. Yeah. This is his fucking. So he he's prolific. He did a lot of shit. Okay, I, I, we get it. We get it. No, Waller people are. I'm not, it's very him. important. It's important to get. I'm gonna lay it on. I think I get it. Let's move on. Let's move on. I get it. I fucking I get it. it. I get it. He was a master sculptor. Okay, he was like literally a master sculptor. Get it. It was it. It's He's insane. like he's like fucking he's like fucking da Vinci. Okay, last thing I'm gonna say, I promise, is that guess what? We've we've Bobby Fisher, maybe Walt Disney. We talked about a lot of people. What did they do? Okay, from the nineteen twenties era. What happened? They didn't like the Jews very much. Rudolph Steiner, Jews. let me tell you something. Yeah, he here didn't, we go. He did not hate the Jews. He did not hate Oh, he didn't the Jews. hate them. Not a Jew hater. There you go. A That's round of applause huge. for Rudolph. That's okay? huge. That's huge. He can but he considered blood, race, and folk and religion to be primitive instincts that need to be overcome. So he wanted people to come together but not like not be tribal in their religions. So he was—he's an okay. opponent. He was an opponent of Israel when it was formed. Uh, Theodore Herzl, he was a critic of Israel because because he because he doesn't like nationalism. That's not that's not his thing. He doesn't like populism right. or nationalism. What, a, what about when like you're all getting killed though? Yeah, and you're defining a country yeah. in the middle of the desert. That he no thought one that wanted. we could achieve social solidarity, as he said, through individual freedom and all expression. Right. Okay, okay. Very cool. He's a cool guy. Waldorf no, people love him. I, no, you I, seem to fucking be obsessed with him. No, but that's the thing. That's the thing that you're not getting, I don't think, is that i I'm is, getting it. No, like, there's founders, like, people that found companies, right, then they move on. This guy is, like, the centerpiece of the Waldorf school and his philosophy is what it's all built on. You know, they still teach his philosophies today in the schools. Like, he's referenced in all of their teaching materials. He's more than just a founder. Like, he's a prophet. That's what I'm trying to get through. Do, what do you make of okay, that? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Is he like the? Is he a little bit like the Bhagwan? Yeah, Bhagwan like, Rajneesh. He's sort of more like a Bhagwan than he is like a M- Elon Musk. You know, I guess. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay, you get it. You get okay, it. You get it. That's why I did that. Okay, so <clears throat> Waldorf schools, they are. The largest independent school movement in the world. There's 1,200 Waldorf schools. It's a lot of Waldorf schools. They're mostly in the U.S., Netherlands, and Germany. Okay. Okay. So what's the deal with them, right? Yeah. What is the deal? Why would you? Why would anyone want? Why would you send your kid to Waldorf school? Why is it better? Okay. The curriculum of Waldorf. The overall goal of the curriculum is to, in, in quotes. From the Waldorf Peninsula website, which is the Waldorf School in the South Bay, imbue the child with a sense that the world is good. So things that they prefer, the world is not good. The world's not okay. good. Well, it's not good. It's, not, it's a fucking cold Go place ahead. out here. It's Go literally ahead. not. I, I, I Tell just, me what you, how I you feel about that. and again, I I hate a traditional education, so I'm into anything different than the traditional. But I I don't think the world is good. The world is not good. Let's just let's just look at it. Look at it logically, right? creatures you have to compete to survive right there's limited resources out here so you have to compete to survive that's how the world is that's how it is for every animal and that's how it's always been for humans so it's not a, like a nice place it's just a competition to see who gets the resources Adam yes so sorry okay all right i'm back yeah no i agree i agree with what you're saying i just i had to te- i had to text someone about the plans i'm supposed to be at someone's house right now so i had to text them about why we're not at the house well i'm back now we're back I agree I agree with what you're saying, right? Okay? It's more of a jungle out here than they're than they're kind of presenting. He touches his yeah, finger to I, his lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think what what I'm saying is that they're saying the world is good. I don't I don't think the world is necessarily bad, but it, it's a fight for survival, right? If humans if there's limited res we don't have there's limited resources and only certain people get the resources and therefore there's competition for the resources and if you don't get the resources, you have nothing. Yeah. Okay, I know I know this would be your critique, right? This is the easy critique. Okay? That's my critique right right away. Right? right off that's the my bat. critique. I don't I don't I don't know if I want my kids to be like, "Yay! Like, yay, it's a good place." You know what yay. I mean? Because then they're going to get it fucking absolutely iced one day and they'll be like, "Oh shit. Some things at Waldorf their values. But I read a ton of their teaching material. This is what it seems to me their values are. They prefer prefer beauty and the natural aesthetic. And relationships much over technology. In fact, they don't, even, they don't let kids use computers or tablets until high school. Even in the modern – this is modern Waldorf too. All right. That sounds great. Okay, so that, that, sounds, that, that sounds, sounds really good. good. Right? That sounds good. That sounds you, really good. But when you think about it, in modern t- practices, do you want your kids to start using computers earlier? Because everything is just going to be run on computers even more in the future. I don't know. Oh, I, again, this is this is that's a, that's another great question, right? Yeah. It's the the balance, right? If you completely take away all technology, well, they fucking it just is that realistic now? Because like the your whole life is on technology, exactly. So, but so but how much can we take away? Here's the thing: I know that you're going to be a critique of Waldorf, right? But I want to show you that there are actually some really good ideas here. No, I bet I bet there are, can you can you just structurally just so I understand what grades are Waldorf too? Like, what's the Waldorf path? Do I do? Do I go up to middle school and then go back to regular no, school? You can go through high school. You can go through high school. So holy shit! Yeah. You do kindergarten. You can get to be like eight. You can get to be like eighteen and have been right. straight Waldorfed. You've been straight dwarfed. You can be a just a Dorfmeister. What happens then when you go to college? Yeah, we're gonna, and we're, you're yeah. in a two hundred person lecture hall and you just have a number and no one cares anymore if you show up and you just like you don't even know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get into outcomes. One more thing that they value is they value storytelling and experimentation over test scores and homework. So there's very little, there's very little performance evaluation and there's very little homework, but there's lots of like touch this block and put it on my face, you know, kind of thing. And tell it. Let's, right. let's make a story about the science that we're reading. Right about you know the newt and how he comes out of the water and loses right. his tail. What happens when the kids get like sexually active, like around like like sixteen, and someone yeah. just starts humping the block? Right, is that okay <laughs> to do? Can I, in Montessori school, start just railing the teddy bear? Montessori but I am experimenting. No. I, I sorry, Waldorf. I'm experimenting with the teddy bear. Right by right? humping. would like you, by humping? That's, it. Well, that's the thing. Is like when does your individual expression? When is it? When when do we want to channel your individual expression into another more positive area without stopping your creativity? You know, right. I was, I Wait, like this is if you're when you're in school, right? When you're in normal school, when you're in normal school, the teacher gives you the curriculum and you it you have to shove it into your brain and it blows. When you're in Waldorf, it's like the curriculum is based on what you want to do as an individual. So how if you. The critique is, if you were in Waldorf score for so long, how could you not think that the whole world is basically based around what you want to do? Is what an you want to do? Yeah, right. And the, actually, the whole world is, is completely not based on that. You don't get to <laughs> do anything that you want.
1: Um, in actuality,
0: I mean, you have to fucking literally. I mean, I want to be a soccer coach, right? And I'm super excited to have to have this job coaching this high school. But like, I don't get paid any money. No, I mean, no like, I. I barely, I barely get paid. I literally, it's a joke, right? Yeah, So, so you don't know, so like wait, that's wait, what wait, I want wait, to do, but I'm sacrifice. You, it's not like you don't get paid anything. You're getting paid a little no, bit I for get the months paid. that you work. Well, well, I mean, like, the, the reality is that I get paid for a couple months. I'm going to work about twice as long. But it's an opportunity for you to get clients to do personal training, too. No, I'm very – see the I'm opportunity. I, you get paid. No, Life is getting good. I, get, I get the opportunity. opportunity. I, very I, Stop it. You're stop it. You're so closed-minded. I fucking get it. You're more of a Waldorf kid than me, I think. I think you're more Waldorfy. Wally well, Dorfey. I've worked with a lot of Waldorf people. I did a lot of out, out. I mean, I did outdoor. I was a teacher for like two or three can, years. It was alternative wait, ed. Can, yeah. Can I? Can I understand? Can I understand something? Can sure. Can you like a day for a Waldorf? Can you give me a day? Like, what is a day? Because at normal school oh a day god. looks like oh hell. God. Oh my god. It looks like what hell. Did you, did you just looks like hell me, and death? Right. Did you just ask me to give you a day in the life of a Waldorf child? Give me the schedule. A lot okay. of stuff sounds really cool. Let me give you. Let me give you the fourth grade schedule. Okay. Before then, I want you to understand what the role of music in these classes. There is music all throughout the day at every age level. They are singing to the kids when they're putting away the chairs. They are playing recorder with the kids all day. Here is a quote, okay, from the principal of Waldorf Peninsula. When you walk the halls of our school, you'll hear students and faculty singing. First graders playing recorder, middle schoolers ensemble tuning up, early childhood teachers sing their children into orderly lines to wash hands. Middle school children learn complicated choral arrangements. Why, Noah? It's because music gives us energy and focus. It lifts our spirits and even reminds us of the perfect order of a mathematical relationship. Dude, okay. that is honestly unbelievable. I mean, it's a ama- it sounds amazing. I don't want to be a- it sounds like a utopia, right? But then mm-hmm. but then my critique still still is that I mean, that sounds great. Like that's probably so fun for the kid and it's definitely better than fucking me dying in my chair and just like, you know, trying to, you know, playing with myself for like an hour but but then but then my critique is that the music of life is kind of like death metal right is it more screamo or death it's like fucking screamo it's like Uh, it's like financial ruin right chaos You have no money uh health insurance right (laughs) your knees don't work anymore you know what i mean no i i understand what you're saying Okay, okay okay sorry in el- no, that's okay. That's okay. Like I, I, I want to get your critique I, out of the way because that is. I'm into is, it. That's the easy I'm critique. I'm into it. Okay. I'm. I Just think it's, I think it's re- me, Really cool. Bear with me because I Sorry, feel like if me we, if me and you, went to a Waldorf school, I mean, it could have been a lot be- like less suffering for us. I think I know what the answer is. I think I know what the answer is. Okay. Anyway, in I, elementary I school so. and kindergarten, there's something called circle time. Circle time is a time of the day when you sing songs together, recite verses, use movement, and do finger plays. It, and that's until when? That's until so, when? When's circle time? Seems like that that may end after elementary school. Once again, if you're a Waldorf teacher, okay. I'm really sorry. I'm butchering this whole thing. So please correct us. That's no, good that we're giving it to the people. Yeah. So, so, so there's singing. So everyone's singing, right? Everyone's, everyone's singing. singing. Yeah. And then we have circle time circle where we time, do finger play. Where we do finger plays. Noah. Here's what the curriculum looks like in high school. Okay. These are the different, the numbers of classes of each thing during the week. I want you to see from this schedule what pops out at you. Okay. There's four classes of math, four classes of humanities, four classes of science, four of Spanish, four of music, five, oh, five of art, four of movement, and two of wellness. Okay, so what stands out to me is the art, music, yep. movement, and wellness, Absolutely. the bottom okay. four, <laughs> with, uh, of which there are literally none of in elementary talk school. Talk about our art experience, yeah. Go ahead. And again, again, um, we went – the school that we went to, we lived we lived in, a, in Marin County. It's a very rich county. It's supposedly one of the best schools, school district, public school districts in the country. So I cannot imagine a bad one from, all, from our experience, right? Um, mm. But – We had art, it was a joke, in elementary school once every other month. I swear to God, our mother doesn't believe us. Mom, it's true. She doesn't believe it. But I, I remember it. we would literally they'd be like what are you doing this half year as your project Dude, and we'd no, be do like we made, like, made the <laughs> clay animal and yeah. in two months we'd come back and I'm like I'm like exactly. what did I even do And they're like this is your animal and I'm just like I don't even remember doing like, it what are you talking about one month that was the would, only we would art we make had the clay and then two months later we would be like okay it's time to now paint the animal that you made a fucking quarter ago it was we'd such a joke like, music this music yeah. music was you music was you as a parent had to do it on your own time and pay for it on your own time outside of school the massive amount of time that we are sitting we were definitely learning we learned cursive that was retarded yeah you're not allowed to say retard anymore so I'm sorry i guess i guess i get yelled at for that but but um cursive what do you what do you think of we are going to do a two parter on education i just take the half time now cuz i got so much more stuff no 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 no, no, no. just fucking just fucking run it just fucking, because it. I, I it's I all connected. I, I it's all connected. The, the, the reason is because I think I figured out what, and a lot of homeschool parents they figured out basically how to combat the, mon, like Waldorf is it's better for the kid when they're there, but also they need a dose of reality, right? Yeah. How do we give them this dose of reality? There's a way to do it, I think. Noah, the fourth grade schedule because you were asking about that it goes like this. Okay, in the in the morning there's a block for games and strategy. And what? Sequen- it says sequencing events. Nine thirty to ten thirty. Just an hour is the main lesson. So an example of the main lesson would be California history, where they were they are reading myths from Norse mythology and connecting it to California history. Okay. Then oh there's ten thirty. 10- 30- uh, okay. Whoa! Whoa! Stop, to 11- stop, stop. Stop, oh, stop! 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 That is really cool. Okay, so so what you just yeah, said yeah, where ahead. they read they read Norse myths and connected to California mythology. The reason that's cool is cuz it's like fuck it, it's critical thinking, right? And that's and it's difficult rather than like what we were learning which is like which is We were when we were learning it was like I just wrote an S in cursive. Now write it a 100 times. Exactly. Written down. I don't think it. I don't. What is it teaching you to do? It's not teaching me to think. It's teaching you to, to memorize. I'm not learning really anything. I'm just memorizing, and then that's the pattern you go through the rest of school is just literally cramming things into your brain, taking right. the test, and forgetting and about it. And The them. rest of your life, and then you, and then you work at you know, who's to say Umpqua Bank maybe, and then you just plug away and do what people tell you, and that's it. There's no critical thinking. Right. right and so then you, you see, move you, to then you move to a redneck area and you realize that you want to re intellectualize and kind of have a whole different image. I know 11:50 to 12:30 it was form drawing. So basically everything after after lunch is gardening, drawing and dancing. Wow, I, it's awesome. That okay, is awesome. It, I'm, I, like, okay. I so I'm in just cuz it sounds so much cooler. I think I can deal with the like the deal with like life is a fairy tale. On my own, right? I can deal with life as a fairy tale. Again, listeners, we love you. I'm, we're obviously not parents, so we, you're like you guys know jack shit. I I understand that, but I, this sounds really good. And then I would give them the reality dose outside of it, right? Because traditional education is so bad. Like, how could this? How could this be worse? It sounds great, right? Yeah, you got to say that it's more. A natural day to do all your work in the morning, and they don't even do that much. They do like a couple hours of work in the morning. And then after lunch, when people – when your suppo- body is supposed to take a nap, your body wants you to take a nap after lunch, they're doing active things. They're doing the gardening. They're doing the movement, the dancing, you know, the music playing. Wait, anyway, I love that we're, we're gardening. We're moving. We're wellness. We're doing all we're moving, this cool stuff they using, that we're they we're uses your and music. Yeah. Music is like I, I think music is great as it it's very challenging and it's it's like they le- you learn about learning through music almost, right? You yeah. learn how to learn yeah. something um, exactly. So I think well, it's, I orderly, think that, it's that, orderly. It's it's logical thinking. It's mathematical thinking. It seems like it would make a much a much smarter kid, and it's it's awesome. Um, my question is the pay like what are we paying here? Right? What is the pay? How much am what, I paying? What are the this kids education? Pay? Yeah. What? Yeah. What are the fucking parents? What do the parents have to pay for this? Uh, good question. It is. Being average for – I looked at California stats. For California private schools, it starts at 13,000 with early childhood education. And then in high school, it, it works its way up to 19,000 per year. A, a year? A year. A year. Yeah. A year. Right? So that's average for private schools in California. That's The people that go to these schools are obviously mm. on a very high socioeconomic scale. It's over the kids. Mm. 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 It's okay, not me talk that to you. it's 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 not that bad, but like no, for like, know, me, for, But for me, like a poor person, someone without a corporate a a, a corporate job, yeah. I don't know if you I don't know if you'd be able to do it. Yeah, right. It, it's still a I lot don't know. Of money. If, I don't know if soccer coaches or firefighters are well, sending their kids apart. Okay, to so that's there. I mean that's just one of the things about private schools, right? The kids who end up going there end up being very advantaged economically, and then you're already telling a kid that is socioeconomically advantaged that they're special. and It's like. It's very it's – very, it must be very difficult when they go back to the real world and they're like, oh, shit, I need to get a job. Um, anyway. Right. So l- right this, but- this is a good segue into critics. Can I talk to you before you go into it? Let me talk to you about the, what the critics are saying. Okay. I, I, I'm i very curious about it. It, it. It's really cool. It seems yeah. really cool. Okay. Critic me. Transferring from public school to Waldorf school. So they're going from public to Waldorf. Okay. Oh, this is from it's v- it's very hard to get critical reception of Waldorf schools without bumping into the Waldorf, like a Waldorf domain, like a Waldorf website or something like that. So a critic from a third party. This is one of the problems with education that I've been running into with doing research for um, the 80,000 hours thing is that education is extremely hard to measure the outcomes because there's just so many different variables. It's super hard to measure outcomes. And it's yes. very hard to measure what is effective and what is not effective. There's very little research on it. It's very frustrating. Well, there's very little research, but also there's too many variables. For for instance, with, with homeschooling, the homeschooling mm-hmm. kids do better academically. But who are the parents that can homeschool? The right, only this, parents that can homeschool are rich parents. And rich, right. we already know that kids from a rich family, they're, they're, they do better anyway. So yeah, it's exactly, very hard to exactly. tell, is this even doing anything? So this is what Olympia Waldorf says. Children who transfer to a Waldorf school in the first four grades usually are up to grade in reading, math, and basic academic skills. However, they usually have much to learn in bodily coordination, posture, artistic and social activities, cursive handwriting, and listening skills. These That's are, if these you're going the from public co- to Waldorf. You're the, reverse, the reverse commute, if you will. Yeah, the reverse commute. So public to Waldorf, they're missing – say that again. They're missing – Body coordination, posture, artistic and social activities, cursive handwriting, and listening skills. Wow. Artistic and social activities. And and body posture, because they've been dancing. They've been doing dance. These children usually have to unlearn some social habits, such as the tendency to experience learning as a competitive activity. I thought that was really interesting. Wow. That is interesting because they're so, like, to get – that must wh- – if you're a Waldorf teacher and you have this great group of kids and some some jack-jagging on from public schools coming in, <laughs> It, I mean, it must be, like, a bomb in your classroom. Right. Right. But I don't know. Like, if you think – if we came into a Waldorf school, I think on the first couple weeks – on the first week, we'd be like, how can I fuck this shit up? And then we would be right. like, okay, like, go. I'm getting a lot of attention. People seem to really like me. I can play music and I don't have to – Wrote, memorized, cursive handwriting. So, like, we we might be down I, with it's it. true, it's yeah. true. But I had I had one of the, I had no trust in anyone in any position of authority. I just thought that they were all fucking just. I just couldn't trust them. They were all out to get me. I so know, but I, it's a I, totally maybe it would so maybe saved it Maybe it would have saved. Totally maybe it would have Astral plane. It's totally different. Okay, talk about astral plane. Is fucking that dude the, who will remain unnamed? What what schooling did he have? Oh, he went to public school. Who? Oh, astral plane dude. He went to public school. But the the other dude, what's his name? His handler. This is, Noah's talking about the people that came over to our house for Thanksgiving. All okay, right, listen, we're Sarah's talking about. We're, t- yeah. we're talking about our sister's friends who came over. Some of them are alternatively educated. Whatever his can, name is, Li- Lion Boy. Tell he, Lion Boy was a was Waldorf, and Sherry Berry is Waldorf too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mom told. Sherry him, hey, and sure, Lion Boy, we Mom love you. Mom made sure she wanted. Hey, we to love you me. too. Mm-hmm. Mom we love you too. Mom you were listening, critique of Waldorf children. Uh, really? not a fan. Our, not mother, a fan our mother Our mother has been a our mother has been a teacher for 30 years. She teaches at a a private a private uh was it is it K is it K3-8? I think so, yeah. She's at a private K3-8, but it's it's um like formal education if you will or classic education. I don't know how do you say it's regular education. Yeah. Look, I'm going to skip through a bunch of stuff about there's teachers Why? who you want know, to keep going? I can keep going. Yeah, just, just hit hit the highlights. You are po- you're the a highlight. professional podcaster, right? You yeah, p- podcast professionally, so so hit the highlights, right? Hit what Basically, you need. There's there's critique of Rudolf Steiner saying that some of his early writings in the 19 19- guess what in the 1920s were perhaps a little racist. Maybe maybe when you really dive right. into it, they're possibly. A little I was racist. waiting for the cancel. Like yeah. I was waiting for the cancellation. Uh, that just happened a couple of years ago. There was a whole movement with that. He did. He did. I read some of his stuff. He has some some brutal lines in there. You know, it's fucking nineteen nineteen. Basically talking about how the soul reincarnates itself as it moves up from Africa to Asia, Asia finally to European races. You know, not not the best okay. thing to say. Okay. Yeah. So, but but here but here's something. Have you ever read a science fiction book from like nineteen fifty? Like Robert Heinlein. Yeah. yeah. It's from. It's not that long ago. Dude, you would not be- – you, you wouldn't believe <laughs> – would- I mean you would believe just like the way they talk about women is mm-hmm. crazy to think about now if you just read the science fiction book from 1950. Here- okay. Here are some of the critiques of former students. I found this to be pretty interesting. Students in the classroom, they rarely receive feedback on their performance, which of course is different than regular life where you will get feedback on your performance every minute. Low-performing students in Waldorf receive the most attention. I can tell you that this is true of traditional school, too. Low-performing students receive the most attention, and that it's not different, right? That's one of the problems with schooling. Would you agree with that? That the the kids that are doing really bad, they get actually one-on-one attention from yeah, the students. Yeah, so ev- and ev- everybody else is bored out of their right. fucking gourd. 100% right? that's what happens. It is it, Because it, there's 40 kids in the class. There's fucking um, 40 kids in one classroom. Complained. Yeah, they complained that there weren't many relevant topics, like politics. So one example that a former student used is that Waldorf uses all student-created tools in the classroom. So they want their classroom to be completely student-generated, which means that there isn't a lot of input from the outside world, I guess. Wow, they use (coughs) all student tools? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait, hey, 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 I'm actually really into it. I'll be honest with you. I think I'm into it. I think that I can deal with the fairy tale that that I can calm the fairy tale down, but the other the benefits you get seem really like amazing. And they said elementary and middle school classrooms hardly ever allow computers. Right. We okay. About when this. let me ask you this question: When if you put your kid into Waldorf, when would you switch him over to the dirt nasty public school? I think that's the question, right? Cousin Ryan, he did Montessori, and I believe that they're in a public school, maybe a charter school now. I think that and you, they're awesome. I think that you. You cut it off after elementary school, I think, when things start to get a little more competitive and a little more real. I don't know. Middle school sucks so much ass, though. When I think about it, do you really want your ass. kid to suffer suffer that bad? You do. It's but, it's a balance, right? As a parent, okay. right? You don't you don't want your kid. I mean, I'm not a parent. Once again, you don't want your kid to suffer, and you, but you don't want to completely hide your kid from the realities of life, right? This is this is the whole discipline of parenting. Is that's the question? Probably. You agree yeah yeah no i i totally agree but I totally agree and as as I said an untethered soul the book I read which i which yeah. i love i recommend to you listeners to read um they said you know the pain is the universe the universe is pain the universe is suffering yeah so when yeah. do you when do you when do you let your kids experience the suffering that is the universe i mean clearly these kids are untethered we've met them i've i've met a lot of them who work there they're untethered people but is it good to be untethered but, and live in your mom's house and, like, you know, play tennis once a week? Right. Maybe, like, one of Sarah's friends, potentially, we're talking about? Right. Or, you know, I'm in my mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you. No, I, I, yeah, yeah I you. But I get, you're, I, I hear, that's, I hear what, you're that's saying. what I've been saying, though, is that we kind of had the Waldorf brain. That's what I was talking to mom about. I was like, we had the brain for this stuff. Like, we would have hooked on this, and we would have done unbelievably well in, in Waldorf. I'm sure of it. It would have been oh, – well, I'll tell you what. In traditional education, it was an F-minus how we did. So anything yeah. would have been better, right? Anything Can you tell me better. this? Can you tell me this, what I would love sure. to see? Yeah. Are there studies yep. of how these Thank kids – ha- what happens Thank to them you. at the end, right? Thank What's you, the Noah. end result? Thank are they smarter or are they not? Thank you, Noah. Okay? Okay. The only peer-reviewed paper I could find in the last 20 years – this is peer-reviewed, so it's published by an educational journal – it's published by academics who review each other's work. Okay? The other studies I won't go into because they're fucking bullshit if they're not peer-reviewed. Okay? if It's two, it's right. a 2021 study that sampled 150 15-year-old Austrian students, Austrian Waldorf students, finding okay. that while they were way more motivated... It was a science study. While they were way more motivated to learn about science, like way more motivated being off the charts more motivated, like four times as... M- as much motivation okay, as a traditional student. Yeah. They performed worse in the tests. Okay. They but the tests are worse bullshit in wa- Yes. They're bullshit. They're 15 year olds. They performed worse in lab and worse in the tests. However, they were super interested in learning about it. That was the study. And wow. that seems to be, even in the informal studies I was reading, that seems to be very consistent, that they perform worse in the tests because they're not being taught to the test, right? They're being taught to more... More of a holistic approach to life. Not can you take this test? Can you pass this test? No, does that because make, does that makes no, sense. But it, yes, but it, I'll, I'll go even a step further. Tests, yeah. t- the test they're probably taking is about memorization. A test is about memorization. That's yeah. what in traditional skill you, school, the one thing you are working on is how to fucking put things in your brain and memorize it. Right? These yeah. kids aren't. They're taught critical thinking and stuff. It's just not. The tests are stupid. What do the tests even show? Do you, like the remember the standardized tests? What did the what is that show? Bullshit. I don't know what Bullshit. that shows. What does the SAT even show about exactly. about someone? What, what is it, I do have you no idea. Anything on there, dude? Like, what does it even dude, do? What I remember was that it was like the math section was were trick questions. It wasn't even math. It was so stupid. It was like you had to read the the question right. Yeah. I, I don't I don't understand. It, you know what it seemed like it seemed like a company made the test to make a lot of money, and guess what? They do make a lot of money, and they did make the test to make money. Basically, my summary of, of all this Waldorf stuff is that they have really cool ideas. And I think that tempered with the real world and that kind of competitive nature, like, there's a middle ground here that we can hit, right? There's something in the middle, surely, between Waldorf talking, and regular school. Okay, okay. So, you tell me what you would do with your – let's say you have a kid, Right. And they want to get, you you want to put them into Waldorf. So what is your tell me your your roadmap after doing this I, research? I don't know. I feel like now I would do Waldorf until fifth grade, and then I would really consider putting them into a. I mean, I just as I'm saying it, I'm thinking about how shitty regular middle school was, and I'm like, fuck that. Horrible. So maybe it was horrible. So maybe we do Waldorf horrible. through middle school if I if you could afford it, it's expensive, and then high school. Maybe there's some alter. Maybe there's some other program where they can get real world experience. Like a public high school is just a fucking death zone. I don't know. I don't know. What Dude, would you okay, do? Okay, so here. What do you think? So, so here's here's what I'm thinking, and here's what I, I've learned from researching homeschooling. Yeah, is that you can have this fairy tale land for learning, right? You can have the homeschooling, you can have the Waldorf, but what can really help them is that you need to. You can also have sports activities, right? So let's mm. say it's a it's a fairy land at Waldorf. But then they go to practice and they don't make the team. That's a good that's a great suffering dose, right? Yeah, a good healthy like, like, dose of pain. Yeah. Sports spor- sports is a great is a great pain dose, right? Cuz it, it's just like you either win or you lose and you either make the team or you don't and it's it's a lo- it's more cutthroat. I think that's that's what you want though. You want controlled failure for kids. You want them to be able to fail but in like in a safe environment. Do you know what I mean by yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, like no, no, absolutely, absolutely, like, dude, dude, dude. Just my dog, Ollie. You know he likes to go on cliffs and the not edge a of Waldorf kid, not a Waldorf kid. Ollie, no, straight public straight school, San Antonio, straight, San, Antonio, San, Antonio school. San Antonio public San school. school, San Antonio public school, school. Public? San Antonio public school. Public blue, blue is so, a Waldorf, blue is a complete, blue is a Waldorf. Yeah, my dog, and what we mean by that is my dog is scared of everyone and doesn't trust anyone, and Adam's dog will run up to everyone and sniff them. Yeah. Great example. So anyway, what I do with my dog is that he is—he goes too close to cliffs. If the cliff is fucking a 1,000 feet to rocks, he'll be right on the edge of it. But when he's on a, a cliff that, that he can fall and maybe just get a little hurt, I always tell Ashley, like, don't bring him back. Let's let him fall off this cliff because he needs to know not to actually go by the dangerous cliffs. Exactly. And I always – with Blue, it's like – I need to let other dogs kind of, like, I don't want him to get hurt, but I want them to snap at him so he knows that not every dog is friendly dog. You know, not every person wants you to say hi to them. You know what I mean? Or, like, or every person to, like, go up to them and, like, pee on their leg because pee you were exploring, exploring their and leg. You are exploring their leg with your their pee. Their leg is now right? part well, of that's your a in- Waldorf- individual education process. You know their leg is your tool because because the universe is about you and so you can just pee on their leg right to understand what happens. Exactly. Okay, we're gonna take a quick musical break. Wait, 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 stop! stop, stop, I'm sorry. Just mom, mom's mom's critique uh, because mom has been a teacher. Our mom's been a teacher for thirty years. What is her critique on Waldorf? Thirty big ones. Mom says that when the kids transition from Waldorf into her school, and by the way, her school is not a public school; it is a private, super elitist. School in the Bay area uh, costs a ton of money to go to. She says when the kids from Waldorf go into her school, they have a lot of trouble knowing like with boundaries, she says. So like they'll touch other people's stuff and people in normal school don't like that. Or they'll take things off the wall and start using it. They have trouble with the boundaries of a normal classroom. Like when I'm thinking okay. about blue, that's exactly my dog. I raised him with a kind of a, like a positive affirmation Waldorfy way he has trouble with boundaries. Like he doesn't know when something is you're you're not allowed to do something. So that's what mom is saying. That's mm-hmm. interesting. So what what I really would like what would have liked from you, and I don't know if this study exists, but sure. what I want is I, what I really want is an adult that was raised Waldorf Waldorf like, and an adult that wasn't ra- was traditional schooled, and like who is more successful? But then it's like. It's very hard to, to Who's, say, How do right? you measure success? No, I know, Adam, but, like, you know what I mean? I want some comparison of both. I, I'm Mike, surprised I we mean, don't have that. I mean, the problem is that there's also a problem with that. Already the kids are advantaged even before they step foot in Waldorf. You know, they're from rich families. So it's like right. how far could they actually fall? A lot of these kids can't even fall that far. They have, they have a soft cushion, you know. Whereas kids from, like, the inner city, they don't have any chances. So how how could you measure it? I don't know. It's, it's this is one of the problems with education as a whole. I've been reading a lot about it. Is that it's just measuring outcomes for nonprofits in general and for education is very very difficult to do. Well, anyway, I, I I think yeah. we'll do. I think I think I just think from doing the homeschool research, one of the hardest parts was that almost all the studies. I'm like, great, this is a great study, right? But then you'll see who funded the study, and it's funded by exactly like, the homeschoolers exactly. Of America. Like, and I'm like, are well, I have to throw this Waldorf. fucking thing out. It literally Dude. took me. I had to, It was like the fifth study I got to where I could finally use that. Just seemed like it was independent. Right. It's frustrating. It would take a lot more research, though. I only found one. About a day of research, I only found one real study. Let me all take right, a quick can, break. Right, so, just. Ah, ah, I, can, I did. I told you, just you, answer, I told you about it. I did tell you about it. No, 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 no. I know. Just answer. Just answer what you would do with your kid for listeners. Just have one summary of exactly what in a sentence. It again. I'll do it again. I'll say it again. Oh, you okay? did. You did. They would go to fifth grade and they transfer. My bad. All right. Oh, right, move on. Okay, there I fucking gonna... remembered. I'm not from Waldorf. <laughs> We're gonna take a right? quick break, and after the break, it will be time for the halftime honey. Helps if you turn the to volume go get more... on. If you turn the volume on for the song. It helps because then everybody can hear it. Right, right. But you know, the song more is coffee. my my individual creation. You know, if if you hear right. it, it I, want, I, want, I want it's my process. I want more. I want more Joe. I want more Joe. Mm-hmm. What do I do per- about this? To measure your performance, it, you want more coffee. It's my time. It's my world. <laughs> it's my world. It's my world. Uh, I'm Waldorf. This, this it's my world. Everyone else is living in it. Where we discuss and celebrate some absurd science in the news that is some related to our episode. I find the story and Noah, he responds with his immediate thoughts. Noah. He does. Noah yes. is drinking Four of coffee. I am drinking some espresso. Noah, I raise my glass of espresso. To your first cinematic to the Waldorf school in Bend, Oregon, who for Valentine's Day are making thousands of felt hearts to hang in downtown Bend. How precious is that? How wholesome and precious is that? It only costs $15,000 to be that wholesome. Right. Right. So. (laughs) Right. Right. How do I how do I feel about it? I feel like. Make all the hearts you want as long as like you're going to wrestling practice and like you get you're getting like literally, you know, like pinned or something (laughs) by people you just want the dose of pain. You want the dose of pain. No I want life is suffering. I want the them to understand that there is suffering in the universe. It's not all it's not rainbows, right? So they don't get like so they if they become eighteen and they still think it's rainbows at eighteen it's gonna be really it's like chicken pox I know, it's like chicken I pox right the life is suffering chicken pox the longer you the longer you, you wait to have it it's but the but worse you do, it is I totally understand you do want your kid to have such an open mind right to be so open when did you to everything. let me ask you this when did you think that when did you start to realize that life was kind of pain oh it took me a long time. A long fucking time because we were so sheltered. And then in, in college, it's like, what are you, you're fucking baby in college. The, I think the, <clears throat> you know, the first year out of college when I was working with really, really poor kids, I had no idea what poor was. But, you know, when they would come to do hikes with like jeans on and trash bags full of their stuff because they couldn't even afford a backpack. And I was like, oh shit, maybe there's something different here. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, they're just really poor. It sucks to be really poor. This is what it looks like. What
1: That's about interesting. you? you're saying.
0: Mm-hmm. I I th- I think that I started to realize. I think in middle school we I wasn't doing well, but I was kind of like, oh, it'll be fine. But I think in 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 high school, freshman year of high school, I was like, things are going really bad. Like, this is oh, this is bad. bad. Like this is this is bad. This is not good. There's a lot of not good going on around me. I just thought that that was the way it was. That school was supposed to suck, though. But when I you know, when I got into some the school in Costa Rica, the alternative ed or the wilderness, I was like, wow, I can really exce- – I started really excelling at it. I was like really good at it. My grades were super good at the end of high school because I was like, this is awesome. School doesn't have to suck. But in traditional school, you, I thought that that was – the whole process was that it was just supposed to be miserable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean I, the, fir- the first time I learned something that I actually wanted to learn – was when I was an adult and I was getting murdered in the Texas oil fields, working like eighteen hours a day, and I realized that I had to learn personal finance if I ever wanted to have a yeah. life again. Yeah, that That's was the, the first time I like learned. That was the first time I learned something. That I was like, I want to learn something. I thought I couldn't learn anything. It was really bizarre. went uh, to that point, I thought I, was, like, I thought I was like, I thought I was like, learning wasn't for me. Talk to me. <clears throat> talk to me about homeschooling. Okay, homeschooling. I would love to grab some coffee. I'm a Waldorf kid. I'd love to grab some coffee. Can I grab yeah. some coffee? Yeah. C- can me. I grab some Joe Biden? <laughs> go go get some Biden. Hey, how many times, by the way? How many can you listen to this for a second? How many times, by the way, do you see a dude that has a mask on and you're like, and he has gray hair, and you're like, it's is it Joe? It's fucking Joe underneath the mask. You know? All right. Fuck it. I'm gonna go grab some Joe. You go ahead. You stay right there. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Debbie. Yeah. Hey, we're taking a break. Hey, come here. Thank you. When would you order it? Sorry, it's running so long. Whew, I'm exhausted, but he has to do his section. Yeah, I told him we're leave at like 6.15. i sorry. That was fucking late. It takes forever. I don't want them are they gonna be Should I do that?
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: said we'd leave at six fifteen. What do we what do we need for their house? Okay. Then we go on. Oh okay, you just called them. Well, I can just go in my slippers. Okay. All right. Yeah. Homeschooling. You ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So first of all I wanna to just, just to clear something up with homeschooling. Um it's it's homeschooling is different than cyber learning, right? Which we have now, we're forced to have now, a lot of parents are forced to have now. Homeschooling is when the parent is the teacher, they're not they're actually directly teaching them. Oh, good good that you um, said that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's different than, you know, signing into a Zoom calls all the time and the kid being absolutely miserable. Um, and parent. Adam. Yeah. We talked about how homeschooling started. Mm-hmm. It started as a way for mainly Catholic parents to infuse religion <laughs> into the schooling of their children after the schools were like, you can't have that in there. That's amazing. They didn't want to su- – yeah, also, they were like, we're wait, not stopping I've, the Jesus. Sorry. Now, now I get the question. Okay? Guess what? You mm-hmm. can have your education in your Jesus too because our mom works at the Catholic school. So what the fuck? <laughs> right? How do you explain St. Hilary's then? Right. How do you explain a Catholic school? Yeah. I don't know. It's so maybe this came after. Point. Yeah. I I, I, I can't point. I can't explain. Well, I mean, but like one really th- weird thing when we go, our mom of of course is Jewish. We're Jewish. She works at a Catholic school because they they guess what? They pay a lot of money. They pay lots. She's yeah. very well paid teacher. So one one of the things that I find crazy about the school is that when I go to her art classroom. She has like the a bunch of Jesus stuff that she has to have on the wall. Mm-hmm. Isn't I always find that isn't that hard if you're teaching the kids about science and math to then have like a bunch of religious stuff next to it, right? Because these are the same people, right? That like they burned Galileo alive, right? Well, do you think the was kids, it Galileo? You, they, was it Galileo they burned or someone else? Kids understand the hypocrisy of that. I don't think so. Not yet. Yeah, they're probably just beginning to question it. No, no, I think they do. I think didn't you say that? Like, didn't you say because you were teaching high school kids that they notice a lot more than you think? Yeah, they're. That's the thing is that they're they're very smart. They're just not wise. Like they don't have any experience. But they are just as they're very smart. They're a human. They're a smart human. They just don't have a lot to draw on. So they they will make inferences like that. They can they can sense it. Okay, so homeschooling started as, as that, a way for Catholic parents to infuse religion. Then in the 1970s, this is when we get the modern homeschooling movement, it started with John Holt, an educational theorist and supporter of school reform. This is a great quote from him. He argued that – here's his quote. Formal schools focused on rote learning, created, created an oppressive classroom environment designed to make children compliant employees. Yeah, I agree with that. That's still true. Yeah, which I fucking totally agree with, and it's still basically true. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say anyway, it yeah. So he it, he was the big pusher in the 1970s for homeschooling. That it wasn't just for Catholic parents; it was actually just better for the kids. Because mm-hmm. yeah, um, his buddy Raymond Moore, another ag- educational theorist, he argued. He also argued that er- that early schooling was detrimental to children and that children should be schooled at home until age 8 or 9. He went on to publish a book in 1981 which is titled Homegrown Kids, which is essentially the Bible for homeschooling. It was the like the Bible for homeschooling parents and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so it, it it's weird cuz it, it went from this only Catholic parents and then it then it got modernized, but then in the 80s the uh the the Catholics strike back. They're like, "No, it's this is not this is not about a better, way, a better way to educate kids. This is about Jesus, right? And that's why we're doing homeschooling. So they yeah. struck back in the 80s, and then in, there was this big fight in the 80s of versus – there were basically two camps, right? There was the camp that homeschooling is better for kids and the camp that homeschooling is better for Jesus, and that's why we do it. And, <laughs> they, were, and they, were, they, were, they were fighting each other in legal battles, and the states – eventually the states got involved, and they were like, okay, what is allowed in homeschooling? Mm-hmm. Right, they're they're like, what are we doing? What is allowed here? Um, and these battles continued into the 1990s until now, where we're at now. where basically the states have all settled on some kind of allowing some kind of homeschooling with different levels of regulation per state. Um, does that sound familiar? Different regulations per state that no one can <laughs> understand. <laughs> have you just, have you ex- like, yes, have you ever experienced very no. Have you ever experienced that? Well, no. Okay. I, I I live in Sonora, where you know the laws. The laws are the laws that I make, honestly, up here, up in this right. ca- We this. We're county. in the same state right now. Yeah, but who yeah. knows what's going? Different law. That's a lot of the people up there. There's, no, no. <laughs> There's like I don't even okay. think any. I don't even think they sell masks here, like at CVS. <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: I love it. Right. Um. So, yeah. Basically, after the 1990s. We have we have all these different rules about homeschooling, but it's generally allowed. One of the crazy things is that before Corona, and I'm not really going to talk about Corona because Corona is obviously thrown. Who knows what's going to happen after Corona? But before Corona, homeschooling in the U.S. was growing at four percent a year, so it was getting oh, okay. more and more pop. Yeah, it's getting more and more popular to homeschool, and in Australia, from 2000 and to 2011 to 2017, homeschooling increased eighty percent. So homeschooling, homeschooling was on the rise. People like it, the numbers were growing. People kept doing it. Why? Big in Australia. Maybe because fucking, maybe because traditional schools is is horrible. I don't know. I don't don't really know why I was there. Something to do with, you know, the problem with capitalism that people don't have any time. I don't know. um, But yeah, so anyway, I guess you have to have more time to homeschool your kid, Right. No, you have to be rich to homeschool your kid. There has to be uh-huh. one person in the family that's not working, right? You have to have a big enough house that has a class. you can have a classroom in it. You have to uh-huh. it's it's way more work. You have okay. to have so much more free time. But um, you want so you just I, want more control of your child's education. Is that why people do it? In general? Well, not as as I'll go into with the studies, not only do you want more control, but homeschool kids they they do way better. Shocking oh. when you get one on, when you get one-on-one attention from a teacher all day, you end up doing a lot better academically. okay And why else would you yeah I, so okay, so anyway, I broke this down into into academics and socialization and yeah. how or how, how to evaluate homeschool kids versus regular kids. okay I like it. So okay. this study is according to an empirical analysis published in 2010 by Widener Law Review. It's called the Evidence for Homeschooling Constitutional Analysis in Light of, of Social Science Research. Um, so n- normal schooled kids, just to give you yeah. the control, normal yeah. kids, they obviously score an average of 50% of of in the top 50 in tests. If you score within the top 50, it means you're average. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Homeschooling children in the same tests, they scored in the top 20%. So way better. Wow. on Way tests, better. On tests... Way better on tests in reading, listening, language, math, science, social studies, study skills, and others. Notice yeah, that – Raise man. Raise man. Raise man. Raise man. Okay. If, yeah, if, if I was going to say – Here's the here's – the, Sorry. May I speak? Yeah, I was just going to say that notice that we don't have yeah. the Waldorf categories like dancing and gardening yeah. and like music, <laughs> right. which are cool. Here's the thing. But here's the thing about the educational – like measuring yourself like that. If you're already from a high socioeconomic background – then you need to compare those scores to other kids in the same socioeconomic stratus. Right. right? And, and because I'm a diligent researcher and you I seek it. the truth, Adam, I, yeah. I have those studies at the end. But, but you're totally, totally right. Absolutely. One of the biggest issues with the studies is that these are rich kids. They're just rich kids. And so rich kids do better. They do better in school. We know that. We already know that, right? So it's tough to take that out of these studies. But I will get there, okay? Another study called Strengths of Their Own, it studied it's it studied twenty thousand seven hundred and sixty homeschooled kids. It's <laughs> crazy between the grades of K through twelve and found that the median standardized test scores were in the top twenty five percent. So that mm. is a huge sample size, right? We have over twenty thousand kids and Damn. they're testing them, they're saying they're they're testing in the top twenty five percent. That's really which crazy. again I have no idea is twenty five percent better than the average. So they are they're not just better; they are like colossally better. better, colossally. Okay. Um, yeah. Which is which is crazy. I want to talk to you about is because we I knew a, we knew there was a homeschool kid on our soccer team, Randy. You remember fucking Randy? Rand Randy Randy. Oh,
1: Randy. Randy. he was so
0: yeah. Actually, I'm gonna wait to the socialization part. My bad. Who's, Keep who, Randy who in your Randy? heads, guys. I don't, I don't remember who Randy was. Right. Well, he was weird as hell. Randy Johnson? Okay, so, well, I'll so just save it. Save it, please. Um, and now, one more study, the all-time study to put the nail inside of the coffin that they seem to be doing much better on tests. Dr. Brian Ray, in 2008, utilized 15 independent testing services to obtain information from from about 12,000 homeschooled students from all 50 states, including Guam and Puerto Rico. Hello. They took th- They took three well-known tests, the California Achievement Test. The mm-hmm. Iowa Test of Basic Skills and the Stanford Achievement the, Test. The Iowa Test. Of I don't know Basic how the fucking. I, 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 Can I? I, take I just the read Iowa that. Iowa Test of Basic Skills. Okay. Okay. I just read that. I was like, I was like, Stanford Achievement Test. Yeah. California Test. How did Iowa get in there? That's awesome. Good job. The well-known Iowa. test. Good job, Iowa. Um. So anyway, it's a very comprehensive study. Here is what the homeschool kids scored on average in these tests. In reading, they scored in the top 11 percent. In language, mm-hmm. the top 16 percent. In math, the top 16. In science, the top 14. And in oh, social studies, pattern. the top 16. Pattern. Okay. Yes. So, yes. It seems that homeschool kids, they learn the subjects much better. And because, unlike Waldorf, in homeschooling, they're basically teaching the same material to the same tests. Mm-hmm. They're just, it, it's basically like just having the teacher to yourself. Would yeah, you learn gotcha. – Adam, would you learn better if you had a teacher to yourself? Yeah. yeah uh, guess no, what? Yes. Can I say, say yes? Would. Can I say yes, please? Yeah. Um. Right. So – One of the issues with all the studies, though, one of the issues is that a lot of times when they're taking these tests, they take the tests at home. Okay. Yeah. They, so, yeah. like, you remember when it, when we were kids and we had to go take this like the Stanford Achievement Test? It was a freezing yeah. ass room you with mean, like a hundred other. You kids. mean take the test after getting table topped like all day on the playground and you know like after, after getting, like, after, hit, hit with a bath, after you know after I got like stuff after I got stuffed in the trash can I then had to go take like the test right with a hundred other kids and right. <laughs> guess what when the other guess kid what? that was homeschooled when he went to his living room and like mommy set him up some pillows. <laughs> He ended Guess up doing what? a lot better on the test. Guess what? It's a lot better. But does that mean that you know that he actually gets it more? So and I, another can I, can problem is quick, that... Can I tell a quick story? Absolutely. I remember in Wilderness... Can I turn a light did, on in here? It's like fucking dark. It's dark in I, this room. I remember in Wilderness when... Um, oh, yeah. Turn that light on. No one's going... There you go. Much better. Now I can see you. The new paradigm in hey. the astral plane. In Wilderness, we did a test. Um, like an aptitude test. And they pulled me – I hadn't slept in like three days because it was freezing cold in Bend, Oregon. Okay, what is a wilderness program. No one and I both did one of yes. these. Okay? I did this for three months in be- in the way wilderness of Bend, Oregon. It's, it's sort of a wilderness. It's like a ranching area, but fuck it. It was really fucking cold. We didn't see people for like three months. We were out there doing some therapy and whatnot. Okay? We could talk more about it. But we did an aptitude test where the testers showed up in a truck, right? I hadn't slept in three days. I go into, I also hadn't eaten because you're supposed to make your own food, and I didn't know how to make the fire. So I had just eaten dried beans, so I was starving, and I couldn't think. And we did the aptitude test in the back of the truck. So how do you think the aptitude test went? I think it went really bad. Yeah, exactly. So your conditions matter a lot, right, for these things. Right. And, and even, even more than that, too, who is these kids, right? They're taking a Stanford achievement test, right, alone in their house how do we know the parent has an absolute conflict of interest right if these kids score super shitty on the test they're going to look like the biggest asshole parent in the universe because they chose to homeschool their kids and apparently did a bad job yeah right so mm-hmm. not only is the environment better how are these parents not helping with the test or do we we don't know mm-hmm. and so when you were saying they're scoring the top 15% I mean, it's just—it's just—it's difficult because are the, the conditions are so different for a public school kid. There's a fucking parent there; they might be doing the test for them. You get—you get it.
1: Um, I get it. I get it. It's
0: a good point. So, so to combat this, Adam, because mm-hmm. I'm a diligent researcher, because I'm yeah. John fucking Dillinger. You're a fucking Because I'm, a of I'm yeah. John Cena podcasting. John Cena podcasting. So we are, There is a study that compares college GPAs for incoming f- for freshmen. That, are homes, that were homeschooled and that were not homeschooled. And this okay. is good because they're in the same environment, right? And they have a different past. Yep. So, non homeschoolers, mm-hmm. they had an average GPA as a freshman of 3.08. Okay. Okay. Well, homeschoolers. Good coolers. on us for bringing that down. Good on me and you for bringing that down. Me and you, yeah. Yeah. Me and you brought that way down. Academic okay. probation levels. So, homeschoolers. Yeah. They had an average GPA of three point three seven. No so shit. a lot so a lot higher. So guess what? A it's still higher. higher. Still higher. Okay. But but now we run into another problem. Let's go to the socialization. socialization. So we've got Okay, so down. we've gotten we've gotten rid of some variables, but we still have another big one. And the big one is that only parents that are rich uh can homeschool their kids. And kids that oh, are from right, rich okay. parents, they do better. So the socio. how do we get rid of the socioeconomic? So they took this study, and they only compared kids that were from the same socioeconomic, socioeconomic background. Here we go. All right? That's what I'm talking And about. they found. This is why you're they a fucking found, pro. Tell me. Now. They, they found that the test scores were – or the GPA was exactly the same. Exactly the same? Like they had – almost the kids had the same GPA. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, there you so go. So when you take – so so once you take out every variable, it didn't – there was no difference between homeschooled and non-homeschooled. But there's there's no decrease either. There's no decrease either, and also this is it's. I mean, it's that's not the whole story, right? I'm just I'm just. Yeah. No, I got you. I just thought it was it interesting. Is, of course, we they are teaching the same curriculum that the kids should be learning in regular school, and they're also they being an individual teacher. Right, so it's so it should be better but it's interesting it that once be better, they get to once they get to college it doesn't seem either the homeschooler might be smarter but be having a lot harder time with the environment yep yeah, okay gotcha yeah okay do you know what I mean whereas you know, as the other kid he might not know as much but he is very used to mm-hmm. you know the pain of life god yep so um vis-a-vis weirdness therefore like, okay I'm gonna this is the sec- This is the section everyone's been this waiting is the for, section, right? Yeah. This are, is the fucking are section. Are they weirdies? Are they homeschooled weird? Homeschooled kids weird. Are they? Are they playing weird? Are they normies? And are they, are they weird stuff? or are they not? And in come Randy, right? Going back yeah. to Randy on our soccer team, there Another were two homeschooled Randy. kids. Two homeschooled kids on our soccer team growing up. I remember them. One mm-hmm. was Jackson. and One was Randy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so they were both weird. They were both weird. I remember oh, yeah. them both being yeah, weird. Yeah, Jackson. I, I remember, remember Jackson. Jackson was weird. I don't. I think Randy. You may have made up, but I remember Jackson. That's okay with the Randy. I didn't make Randy up. You you fucker. Check the logs. I, you check just, the fucking logs. You don't logs remember for Randy. shit. You don't remember shit. I I remember Randy. Mom, I'll I'll call mom. She, I bet she remembers Randy. So anyway, weirdness level, and now so Dr. Richard Medlin. We I have a study that compares socialization of homeschool kids. Right, because I'm because I'm John Cena. Okay, mm. Dr. Richard Medlin. He compared the social behavior of a set of 70 homeschooled and 70 traditionally schooled 8- to 10-year-olds. He matched them along demographic and socioeconomic lines. He did a good job, and he took that variable out, right? He And honestly, the findings are crazy to me. They're crazy well, to me, and they're not funny. what I've seen. The yeah. findings are that he found no significant difference between the two groups regarding measures of self-concept and assertiveness and general socialization. He actually found... That non-homeschooled kids had more behavior difficulties. Yeah, I mean, I fucking agree with that. What what is normal about yeah. being? What is normal about being on the lunch playground and just being literally like beaten to death every day because you're running around chasing each other, right. And you're competing right. in the classroom. No wonder you have so many issues. You know, and the, right? Like, fucking are, the, are, the, are, the, the classroom that's impossible to sit in because you're so bored. You're literally gonna throw the desk out the window. Right, you start hating issues. school. You start not yeah. trusting anyone, and and so are we sure that like the so are, are we sure socialization is not being messed up in schools? Like, how do you measure? How do you measure socialization either? You know, uh, he was a, he is a child psychologist. I don't know how I don't know how you do it. Just you, keeping it well, real. Can't. That's, how about, that's, that's a, how about the keeping? How about the keeping it real test? How about right, the, so, how about so a the, bar test where they have them come into a bar? Can they like be someone at the bar that other people want to kind of gather around? How about that I test? love the bar test I the love bar test. the bar test what I w- what I want to do is read another study and then I want to have an open discussion an open okay, discussion okay, with you. yeah yeah go ahead okay so again that study found no significant difference between homeschooled and non-homeschooled and socialization here's another study conducted by Patricia Lyons in 2000 conducted research using mixed play groups to evaluate the social skills of homeschooled children children yeah. a- against Fuck, homeschooled yeah. mixed play she group. found yep she found the homeschooled kids. To be well adjusted, and again, that they actually demonstrated fewer behavioral problems than their their normally schooled peers. Yep. Yeah, yeah. This this, I mean, it pa- it passes my eye test too. I agree with that. Right, and I think that another thing about homeschooling is that uh, parents that are smart and they homeschool, they are their kid is going to a group music class yeah. or they're gro- well, they're the going thing. to that, the ugh. just just yeah. one second they're going that's to right. they're going to the Boy Scouts. They're doing volunteer work. They're, they're going on playdates, they're playing sports, so you can find another way to socialize them that doesn't have to be the terror and jungle that is school. Mm-hmm. If you pick your nose on the video call that we're doing right now, it's kind of unfortunate because I now me picking my nose is in the recording. Like, what should I do with a booger now? People are probably wondering. But keep going. Eat it. Anyway. <laughs> that's what I, would a homeschool so, kid eat it? Would that be socially household- adjusted? Uh, a homeschool kid would, like, I think just, like, play with it between his fingers, which is weirder, <laughs> right? A, a, a school kid would be like, I need to get rid of this or people will make fun bug. of me. Yeah. Get rid of it. People can't make fun of me. Homeschool kid's like, it's just me in here. Wait, I'm going to play around with it. About, uh, you can keep going. Why, I'll let you finish. I'll so, let you finish. I, want, I just, just please listen. So it was interesting to me because the studies – the studies say something different than what I've – qualitative, uh, what I've seen in my life. Hey, tell what, me, I've tell seen me. In, what I've seen in my life <laughs> is that homeschool kids – when I was young they were strange they they were acted strange they were being strange <laughs> people thought that they were strange you know what I mean and then my and then the I, streets, I will, I will the not name the streets I will not the test of the streets I will not name the other the other people um, but my fiance knows some people that were homeschooled and they are really weird and so although the studies <laughs> say that they seem to not be weird I'm having a hard time getting my head wrapped around it because yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the, I remember them being weird, and many, like, do you have any friends that were homeschooled? Yeah, I mean, and here's where we lose a friend. Yeah, here's, here's bye, no, I bye, did, bye. I did. Is, I did before I said this is where. And this is where the friends go. No, I have one good friend that's homeschooled, and she's great. And Brianna, we love you. She's great. You know, Brianna, she can't name any of the presidents of the United States, but she's awesome. She's great. Again, we don't mm-hmm. want to lose a friend. She's awesome. You know, it makes a different... But I love you. I love you. It makes a... It, 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 may, yeah. it makes a different person. When you're homeschooled, they're going to turn out differently. But but I think it makes a more open-minded person in a lot of ways. It, they didn't have to go I through agree. like... Dude, like in traditional school, I remember one day, I was in math class. I just... I farted so bad that I pooped my pants. I ran out of the middle of math class, put the poopy pants in the, in the janitor's office, and just walked around the school for the rest of the period until the period was over so okay so like if you're right. homeschooled i can just go to the bathroom and just shit my pants right no i didn't I, have to like I know, you know it's completely different I, I totally i totally agree if i'm i go out of the yard i'm getting tabletopped which if you don't know what that is it's when someone bends down behind you and someone else pushes you and you fall over you like fall <laughs> over them you can get the physics of it if, I, if i'm going out to playground i'm 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 running around getting tabletopped and then I go into the classroom, and I can't sit still or pay attention, and there's 40 kids in the class. What is that doing to my socialization? What is, what is that doing to you? Is it, I mean, because I can tell you, like, it, it will make you way more aggressive because you need to survive. It's like – it's a struggle to survive at these schools. Right, but, <sighs> it, you know, the way, the way that adults are in the country, as like the United mm. States, it doesn't seem to be a great place because we don't seem to be able to talk – and ha- we don't seem to be in a good place. Maybe, at yeah, all. maybe we need more, more of minus, more Waldorf, more homeschool, and able to have relationships. And be able maybe to talk, if there and be was open-minded. more Waldorf. We would be like it, nicer and able to communicate maybe. and have maybe. a better society. Um, um, anything else? Yeah, I, I had a I, I had a quote from mom. I had oh, a I had I had a now. quote I had, I had a quote from mom. Where is she? Okay, the mother. Her um, mother is a teacher at Saint Hillary's School. And here's teacher. what here's what here's what mom said. Here's our mom that. Uh, said about homeschool kids when they transfer into her school, it, do they have? She li- I'm sure issues. she doesn't like it. Do they She's have very issues. critical. Yeah, she said, as she said, this is what she said about them getting into high school. When they go, this, when they go into high schools, it is difficult for them to create a friend group unless they go in with friends that have been homeschooled or are in athletic teams with them. They stick together, and usually families will send their homeschool student with other homeschool student. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Nope, nope, that's not the quote. Okay, that's not the quote. Hold on. This is what you guys want in the podcast, someone reading out their text. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, here this we go. It, here's what she said. Yeah. It's it's an it's an individual situation, but when we get kids that have been homeschooled come into the school environment, the kids are socially inept. They do not know how to collaborate, communicate, or have productive friendships with the kids on campus. They usually find a place to be quiet by, by themselves at recess and lunch. That <laughs> is what she okay. said. Okay. That's so that's stereotypical, girl. though. Okay, I mean, okay, I know but, that's, but I, that's our. I love you. I love our mother. Amazing sage that she is. Okay. Yeah. Nothing okay. else after that. So, no, so, I mean, but what I'm. Yeah, it's like she read it off a blog post. I think the important thing is that is that it's like our kids that are going to school learning the right socialization patterns. <laughs> do
1: Look, you know? What you know I mean? what? Like, are, are they? I agree.
0: Let's do open kimono and then we'll have a little talk. Okay. 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 No, we're going to do a quick break and then we're going to do open kimono. Okay, do it. Tired lion, tired lion. If I stuck my finger up my ass in Waldorf, am I allowed to explore yeah. my anus? I, I right? don't want to explore me... my ass. Oh, that's so great. Stuck... Your finger's in your ass. Now oh, find look. what's yeah. soft. Is it tickly or prickly in your ass? What's explore tickly or what's prickly? <laughs> you know, how can you fit your right. fist in your ass? It's your right learning. <laughs> it's my individual learning. Who are you to say that I can't shove my fist in my ass? Right, right, right. Like yeah, they they you know they perform better on the test, and then after the test, you're in a 500 person lecture hall in college with the homeschool kid, and they're just like yes, and they shove their fist up their ass, and they're like whoa, yeah. and everyone's like oh, okay. <laughs> no, the that's Waldorf weird. kid is like he's in the, he's in the lecture hall, and he takes someone's pencil, and he starts he just like scratching his ass with it, and then he's and the like, other dude next to him was like was like what the fuck you just took my pencil? He's like he's like oh it's he's it's like our oh that's pencil. not your pencil. It's, it's brother, our pencil, it's brother pencil, it's brother pencil, it's brother pencil. And I'm exploring my anus with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the open kimono where we freely talk and discuss our final thoughts on the topic and leave nothing to the imagination. Go ahead with your open kimono. My open kimono is that by the, by the research for homeschooling, it, the kids are doing better on the test. Um, I, but, but it's very hard to see if this does affect them later in life positively or negatively. Um, the, te- the, the research does say that socialization is not affected. By being homeschooled, and I just have a really hard time believing that from the just living life as a normal person and meeting homeschool kids. Just to so, go and live in life. Yeah, but, but Waldorf's, Waldorf sounds super interesting. And then it, it just makes me think about the normal – normal, how bad – normal. you know what? Nor, here's my take. Normal education was so fucking bad that homeschooling and Waldorf, it's probably a little better. It's gotta be a little better than how shitty like traditional education is, right yeah, I think that it has really-waldorf co- has really cool ideas. I love the open mindedness of it. I love how much art and music they do. I love how you love love that you know they're not brought up to be corporate drones they're brought up to be more more individualistic more ex- exploratory and but I also do think that you need the dose of pain, so whatever like yeah, chemistry whatever dose of like pain. Uh, cocktail that is someone could figure out please give it to me cuz i'll give it to my future children I, yeah i think the algorithm would be waldorf plus sports sports that they loot that that like what about waldorf plus plus gulag so chinese labor camp and then waldorf then back to waldorf right that yeah, would be so a good dichotomy. one yeah so dichotomy you have a dichotomy there right any chi- chinese labor like camp that. <clears throat> you can shove your fist up your ass except usually it's like someone else's as a punishment, it's corporal punishment. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's that's to get the suffering. But I, I guess the one problem with my algorithm is when do you switch them fully over from Waldorf? Because I don't imagine them going through high school of Waldorf and then going to college would do very well. Okay. Do you imagine that it would do well? I I cannot yeah. like see yeah, I, that I mean, working out. So, dude, there's twelve hundred Waldorf schools. It's very popular right now. I know a lot of Waldorf kids and. They do seem to do well, but they just—they just are different. They are raised differently with a different brain, and a lot of that is good. They're not going to be a corporate drone, but unfortunately, in the in America, like if you're going to go a little bit of an alternative route, it just—it's a hard—it's a harder life. It can be—it can be more difficult because that's not the way our country is set up. You know what I mean? Right, uh, right. I totally agree. Is that they're going to have trouble when they get older because most people are, have gone to normal school, and but but then but then I go with you know. It's not working out so well for America. It's not. Traditional school sucks. It's just not working. Traditional work sucks. Everybody's miserable. It's not working, so let's do something else. Yeah, yeah, let's do something else. I'm in for Waldorf. Okay, that's my take. I'm fucking in. Let's try something different. Uh, Links, links. Waldorf teacher resources. Just Google it. It's a humongous website with all the Waldorf curriculum. If you're interested, you can find it. So just for first grade, there are 70 recorder songs that you should learn for first grade. The teachers have to learn. One is called the Ning-Nang Song. And one is called the Moving Desk song. Wait, I think we should have our mom talk about how she feels about Waldorf. We've got to cut that in. We're going to have to cut that in. Um, This is a new segment (laughs) called 30 Second Episode, where we talk about an episode that we almost did for 30 seconds so we don't have a repeat of the horrible bridge episode that we just did. This 30 second episode is about Molly. Noah, here's my 30 second episode about Molly. It's fun to use it as a couple. It's fun to use it with your friends. It's really fun to do. Tomorrowland is a humongous rave in Belgium. What's your take on Molly? Molly? We're talking about my Molly, like Molly. Yeah, Yeah, my take on Molly is that when you do a lot of research into drugs and stuff, one of the frustrating things is that every paper says the same thing because no one understands actually what's going on in your brain. And you know what they say. They say Molly releases serotonin in the brain, and that's kind of it. So it's just not that interesting, and that's why we didn't do an episode on it. There you go. Shout out to Sarah and a lot of her boyfriends. I hope maybe she would be great with a Waldorf boyfriend. I'm just saying it. Someone open-minded. Great. Uh, into artistic great, expression. Great, Let's go. great, great, Let's great. Great Wal- with a Waldorf. WaldorfTinder.com. Who says no? Oh, my God. Who I love no. that. Who said no It's to a that? dating app for Waldorf kids. Who says no? To, like, to like go. So that, And then, and then in, when they go to their date, they, it's like a protective bubble with, like, fairies and the recorder yeah, going yeah. on. It's very like comforting <laughs> right. for them. But right. also People, the waiters. Sexual. the waiters are like, Yes, like you can have like a steak, you know, with yeah. but that's not a steak at all. You can have a steak made out of peas, you know? Right. No 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 want. no. But the rest the restaurant is you is can go into someone's pl- you could go up to someone's plate and just take a, a scoop of their mashed potatoes this, in this, your hand. This is brother potato. And they say Thanks. And this is our thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. And then, yeah, then when you get steak taken or potatoes taken from your plate, you know what you say? You say thank you for taking the potatoes. Thank you. I'm glad that you are are going to be healthy and full. I had a really bad joke for homeschooling, but I, I don't know. It's risque. I don't, I don't know. Do you, no. do you tell me if you want no, it or not? Just no. Right. Anyone writes us and they want my risque no. homeschooling joke, <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> there you go. It's good, though. It is good. It, I swear to God it's good. You can find us at Instagram at dude underscore nature you can go to dudenature.com dudenature.com to send us a message because there's a form right there on dudenature.com tell us what we got wrong in the episode tell us what you liked what you're frustrated by Things you know tell us what you if you're a waldorf kid like things that you like to do outside like do you like to put bugs in your eyeball whatever you want to do tell us on dudenature.com com Noah ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening we love you guys and we'll see we you love next you guys time. bye bye <laughs>